Welcome to Rough Girl Turned Redeemed, a podcast where real, raw, and relevant truths on faith, marriage, and motherhood are discussed. I'm your host, Stephanie Holbrook, just another Rough Girl Turned Redeemed. Let's jump in. Hey, ladies. Oh, I'm so excited to be back, y'all. I have missed y'all so. Um, I felt like I was dropping the ball. Uh, The first week that I was out, um, I actually was a guest over on Kelly's um, uh, podcast, The Unraveling. Um, If you haven't checked that out, go check that out. You'll get a little bit of my backstory and just how I cope with trauma from my childhood and how it has... um, affected me now as an adult um and then last week uh, I wanted to come on but y'all and you can kind of still hear it a little bit I've I've got more of a bass tone to my voice but I had laryngitis like I could not speak at all my kids fought this horrible like 24-hour fever virus that went around um and then my allergies attacked me and so anyways we've had our We've had our our wrestling with some some sicknesses and whatnot, so you know I'm I'm not scared of the coronavirus. You know I know that's what everybody's talking about right now, um, and I'm actually we are going to talk about it on today's uh, podcast, but we're gonna we're gonna kind of talk about it with scripture and just how I you know what I see coming through all of it. Um, now, I will say this. I do take it serious. Um, even though I do, I don't know, I guess that's just the way I cope with things. I kind of bring humor to it. Um, but I do take it seriously. I do have a mother-in-law who um, I love dearly. She's one of my very best friends. And she actually has COPD. And so I know this, you know, these things, this coronavirus, it could affect her. And, and so I, I've got I've got uh, a card in the game, right? So, um I do, I do not take it lightly, but um, I'm also not scared. I'm not scared because uh, my faith is in God, right? Uh, whenever all that first, you know, came out, I was, you know, nervous. And, and of course, I struggle with anxiety and depression anyway. So, I was, mine was already running 16 to done. Um, but I had to just sit down and... You know, I had to just sit down and I just had to pray, right? And at the end of it, after it was all, you know, said and done, at the end of it, I just realized, you know, God is the great physician, all right? He is the creator. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the orchestrator of eternity, and only what he wills is going to be done, and it'll all be for his glory, right? And for the glory of his people and for the good of his people, all right? Because scripture tells us that, right? It promises us that, that all things will be for the glory of God and for the good of his people, for those who love him and walk according to his will. People, if you are a saved person, if you are a believer in Christ, if you have dedicated your life to him, we need not fear because this is going to work out for the good. 
this, you know, it may sting for a little while. It may suck. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not, you know, making our, it's just like children, right? With, with our kids, you know, we make them go outside and exercise. We make them eat healthy, you know, and it doesn't feel good when they're doing it, but we, it's for their good. We do it because we love them. Um, and it, it's the same thing right now with this coronavirus, you know, is God cruel for allowing it or is God weak for not preventing it? You know, that we, we kind of ask those questions and, and that's where faith comes in. That's where we have faith and we say, no, you know, those are feelings. Those are not facts. The word tells us that God is good, that he loves his creation. He loves his people and that he's working all these things out for our good. Okay. And so we can trust in that. But this, you know, yesterday, I mean, I was getting getting down. I, I mean, I was, I was feeling just really down. Like I felt like I was slipping into a depressive episode. And I think a lot of it was because I just kept reading article after article after article. And my kids were all up underneath me because they were like, we have nothing to do. What should we do? You know, we're bored. And, you know. All of that, and then of course, being a small business owner, me and my husband, we run a ready mix plant. And you know, when things like this are happening, people don't really want to buy concrete, you know, so there's a little bit of stress on that end, too. And I just had to stop, I just had to stop. And so, this morning, um, I woke up and in my devotional time, you know, normally I, I, I'm very I don't want to say organized because I'm not an organized person, but I am. I do have like a um, uh, a schedule or a structure to my devotional time. Like I don't just open the Bible and just read anywhere. Like I have uh, a method in which I do. You know, if I'm in the book of Ephesians, you know, I'm going to read Ephesians. I'm going to, you know, pick out the people, place, and words that aren't familiar. I'm going to look them up in my dictionary, in my Bible dictionary, and I'm going to I'm going to come to it with an approach, not just flippantly. But this morning, I just, before I even opened my Bible, after I had finished reading my different, I've got various devotionals that I read before I actually get into the Bible. Kind of just, I do that so that I can get my mind and my heart uh, situated to receive God's Word. Um, And so... I just prayed before I even opened it, which I mean, I pray every morning, but this morning I just prayed. I was like, God, you got to give me something because I I feel like I'm struggling. I don't want to be, I don't want to be depressed the whole, you know, two week, three week, whatever, however long, you know, the kids are going to be home. I don't want them to dread it and I don't want to struggle, you know? And so I just, which is something I never do. I flippantly opened my Bible And I opened it up to Psalms 27. And I'm just going to read it to you. And it's from David. And it's it's an exuberant declaration of faith, right? It says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Let me just stop right there and say, All right, God. Like, whenever I read that first line, I was like, Okay, I see what you're doing there, God. I mean, you got a point there. So, I'm just going to continue reading. But whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Through war, or though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. This is what he's going to be confident in. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord 
all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. Ladies, God's going to hide us in his pavilion. In this time of trouble, we, we are safe, okay? In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. Y'all, we are on a rock. This is this is our moment, right? Just like Esther, where her uncle tells her, you know, you have been placed in this place for such a time as this. Ladies, we have been placed in this time. I mean, we could have been born anytime. We could be born in any country. We could be born anywhere. God has set us where we are for such a time as this. Ladies, now is the time where we can put a walk to our talk, right? We can show our faith to others by the way we react. And not only the way we react, but the way we treat people. Are we reaching out to to our neighbors? You know, I'm not saying run out to them and hug them (laughs) and lick their cheek. But I mean, are we reaching out to them? Are we calling them? Are we messaging them? Are we saying, hey, do you need toilet paper? Are are, are we doing those things? Are we opening up our hands instead of clenching our fists tight? Are we opening up our hands and letting blessings pour out from our hands so that God may be able to pour more blessings into them? Are we doing that? Are we doing that? We are placed high on a rock god has saved us we are a light for him are we a beacon for the people who just everybody feels like they're in such darkness right now y'all are we giddy are we you know are we are we still positive you know not not naive and not neglectful but are we still showing that we have hope, that we have faith, that we are not scared of the things of this world, but that we do love our neighbor so that we are careful? Right? And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. God has lifted us up, ladies. He has lifted us up. Are we offering sacrifices of joy? I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me. O God of my salvation, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and such as breathe out violence. I would have lost heart. Oh, this this part. I would have lost heart. Y'all, I did for a second there. I lost heart. But then he says, Unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Y'all, that right there. 
unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Y'all, we are going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Y'all, right here, right now, in this time, we are going to get to see the goodness of the Lord. And I know you're probably thinking, okay, you are a psychopath. What are you saying? What do you mean about this? Y'all, do you know when the last time the spike in Bible sales was? Think back. Come on. 9-11. Now, mind you, that was a horrible time for our country. That is, I mean, I, I hate that so many lives were lost and so many families were hurt. And evil is never, never a good thing. Okay. But y'all, what Satan meant for evil, God turned it around and used it for good. A great revival broke out. Attendances at churches saw numbers they had never seen before. People were getting the gospel after that. And do you know why? Because why it takes, and I hate that it, it does, but it takes something like this where you realize people start thinking their mortality. They're not going to live forever. It's not all Disney vacation trips and career, right? They start thinking I'm not going to live forever. They start looking around at the material possessions that they have and that they have strived for, and they realize it is worthless. Because that MacBook isn't going to save you. That Apple Watch, no matter how many steps you get in, if you get the coronavirus, those things don't matter. Y'all, I'm excited because I, I truly believe a revival is going to break out because of this. People are going to be saved because of this. And we're going to get to see that. We're going to get to see that goodness. And he ends it out. He says, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Ladies, wait on the Lord. I know the last message I shared was a message of waiting and being in a season of waiting. But I, I don't feel like it's the same right here. Uh, this is like a wait and see. It, it is a an expectation. It's like, oh, honey, you just wait and see. You know, like when we get stuff for our kids for Christmas, we're like, oh, I can't wait for you to see. That is what he's saying. Wait on the Lord. Wait and see what he does with this. Like, I am truly excited. I am prayerfully praying for for everyone I'm taking it serious we are on quarantine we're on lockdown we're not going anywhere we're not letting anybody in because I don't take it lightly I want the numbers to be as low as possible I, I would prefer there to be zero loss of life but what I'm doing is I am waiting expectantly I am waiting with my eyes wide open to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living ladies are you doing that today are you just drowning in the fear and in the chaos and in the panic that is contagious? Or are you waiting expectantly? Are you waiting to see that coworker who has always scoffed at you for your beliefs? Are you waiting to see them have a, a, a change of life? An eye-opening experience? Are you waiting expectantly to see God's deliverance of so many souls through such 
It seems like such evil, but God is turning it around. I promise it is not go- all this pain is not going to be in vain because that is not who God is. I, I'm just already just the the post, you know, and articles that I have read of where women who breastfeed are 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 telling uh, mothers who can't find formula. Let me give you some of, 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 basically, let me give you some of my liquid gold, right? I mean, because, I mean, I nurse, I nurse four kids, and I'm going to tell you, like, I would cry if I spilled one drop, but these women are willingly giving it, giving it to someone else, to another baby. Think of the love that is, y'all. People... I mean, toilet paper right now is a hot commodity item, okay? If we, if we, I'm, I'm just going to say it because, I mean, I keep, I keep, y'all, I got six, there's a family of six here, and it's nothing for me to have cousins and uncle and just all kinds of people in my house. So, I keep a lot of stuff anyways. Y'all, if me and my husband, if, if we was getting graded on or, or judged on, on our, our riches, and it was toilet paper. We got it made in the shade, y'all. I'm telling you. But the people that are just willingly going out of the way to love on their neighbor. Which is something that didn't happen before, y'all. I don't think this is a coincidence. But this whole quarantine is leading up to Palm Sunday. Like, it's leading up to the Resurrection Sunday, y'all. We have time. We used to always say, we don't have time. We don't have time, you know, to really study the Bible. We don't have time to spend time with our kids. We don't have time. You know, it's go, 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 do, do, do. Y'all, now we get to sit, be still, and hear from God. Are we doing that? Or are we filling it with Netflix movies and, and uh, you know, secular books and things like that? Right now is your time, ladies, to really get in and study the Word of God. You, we get to get in, study the Word of God. We get to know Him. We get to learn Him. We get to feel His love because we're not rushed. You know, I, I do. I set aside time first thing in the morning because if I, I know if I don't set it aside first thing in the morning, it will not happen because at the end of the day, I, y'all, I am dead on my feet. I am down before the sun goes down. <laughs> but y'all, used to, I would be like, okay, I've got to get up by this time so that I can read this much so that I can have my prayer time because then I've got to get kids up because i got to get them to school da, 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 so we can go, 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 do, do, do. But y'all, now it's just a sweet which I mean it's always been sweet but now it's just like I get to enjoy it even more I get to just sit in his presence I get to read his word I get to hear his voice ladies are you doing that because now is your time you get to walk beside him not run because we have to hurry up and get other things done but now we get to slowly just marinate basically in his presence let's not waste this time ladies let's not waste this time now is the time where you can really draw near to the lord you can really tell god you know i want to see you i want to see you and and now i i I have time i know i've said it a million times before but god i really truly want to see you move and then i want i want to challenge you i want you to say and use me god use me 
Show me what you would have me to do. How can I be a light? You have set me upon a rock. What do you want me to do, God? He's going to lay somebody on your heart. Whether it be your spouse, your children, a neighbor. I mean, he is going to lay somebody on your heart. And nine times out of ten, it's probably going to be somebody that you're like, and I know for me, I'm just going to be honest, like God can ask me to do anything. I'm like, yes, I will do it, Lord. I will do anything you want me to do. And then sometimes he's like, okay, well, this is what I want you to do. And it's the very thing that I loathe. Like, I'm like, God, I will do anything else that you want me to do. <laughs> I mean, I am very faithful, Lord. I, you know I will do it. Just tell me what. But please, Lord, change your mind. I don't want to have to do that. I hate doing that. I will be obedient to anything else. Please don't make me do that. And that's normally what he wants us to do because it's kind of like the, the whole Abraham and Isaac thing, you know. What's your Isaac, ladies? I shared this message not too long ago on Brave and Beautiful Mamas on Facebook. If you haven't been added to that group, I highly suggest you go and look it up. Um, there are some godly women on there that share every um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And we actually have been um, discussing right now with the pandemic going on, possibly sharing every morning um, at 630 uh, Central Time Um not alive every morning, but but something, some kind of encouragement, some kind of, of faith-based thing, whether it be a worship song or an article that God lays on our heart or maybe just a post, you know, or a live, whatever we feel like the Lord's laying on our heart, just to encourage the hearts of, of women during this time where it seems like it's just chaos and confusion. And y'all, I just want to remind you, God is not the author of chaos and confusion, so if you're feeling chaotic and confused and nervous and scared about all this that's going on, take heart, honey, because that ain't God, right? Get in your Bible. He'll reassure you. He'll encourage you. I promise he will. And, lady, that's all I have for today. Y'all, stay safe. Stay home. Get in your Bible. Study it. Talk to God. Uh, play with your kids. Um Love on your husband, you know. I mean, I got a safe date. I ain't got to worry about getting pregnant. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, now's the time. All right, ladies, that's it for this week. If you haven't, leave a review, subscribe so that you can see every time we get an episode. Um, and ladies, just be safe. Praying for you guys. <laughs>